everybody. This is Don LaGreca from the Michael K Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. He took a home run away from Roland. Trying to get back to first end. He stumbled off. And the inning is over. Andy Chavez saved the day. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down and the game is tied. Bing bong. Anthony for three. Puts it in. comes to talking sports, they're the authority. It's Bob Walters and Brett Grasso. It's Locked Up Sports, and it starts now. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yo. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out. Here we go. Bob Walters, Brett Grasso, Locked Up Sports, from the Brian Gunzel Studios, we are back in New York after last week's trip to Saratoga for the stumble. And Brett, welcome in. Welcome to the show. Hey, all right. Good to be back. Big episode tonight. We have Rich Mancuso, uh, New York sports writer, over 30 years. He's covered the Mets. He's covered the Yankees. He covers the Mets more now. Uh, he's written for the Daily News. He has. Um, he's a big boxing guy. He has wrote many books. He's just he's just an all around. He's smarter than all of us. So you think you could write a book? He's gonna, can I write a book? Could you I write can't a even book? read a book, Brett. I can barely even get you through reading a book. book. We're gonna trust we, me. If you just put together all your comments on Facebook, you got a book. You got a hundred. You know books. I look at it when people say you That's don't read. I read. Like I read more than books and books worth on Facebook yeah. and, and it just and does, has no stuff, meaning. Right? It just has no meaning to it. It has meaning. No, it's it just, it just has you know, no individual. Sorry. It's like short Subst- stories. Substance. I read short stories, bro. Facts. I read short stories. Any facts involved? I read short stories. Uh, the alternate facts. Alternate facts. Well, we got so some we reality had... this year with the Mets. And the Mets, yeah, so uh... the Mets, uh, Jacob DeGrom came back. The Mets are red hot. The Mets, Mets, this is the hottest the Mets have been, and the Yankees are at their lowest. So this is the kind of show that we like because we can, we can go, we can upsell the Mets, and you can talk... The Yankees are at their lowest point. I mean, they, they've just... They can't beat anybody. They their, can't their score runs. Their lowest point is 10 games up. 10 games up on Toronto. 10 games up. I, yeah, That's I their lowest point. And, and, and listen... And then Toronto's not, not winning this. Toronto's not coming back. Well, I mean, the Yankees are having a rough week. You know, Matt Carpenter foot off, fouled the foot off... A ball off his foot. Broken foot. They're saying out six to eight weeks, but... Listen, that's a that could be a season ender for the who's going to be the comeback player of the year, regardless if he comes back. To be honest, but Abreu falling apart in the bullpen. The Yankees bullpen has been falling apart. Uh, they can't score runs. This team, they go. You know what the problem is with the Yankees? They go like into these prolonged slumps where it's just. I mean, they go like weeks where they just can't score runs. I mean, they, they got no hit by the Astros. The next day, they were no hit seven innings. I think in that game, the very next day. They had a 0-0 game, which I actually was watching late into the night, the other night in Seattle. They ran them. They're making bad base was, running errors. They ran themselves. Bad, yeah. The Yankees, in a 0-0 game, ran themselves out of the 10th, 11th, and 12th innings. That was awful. And then they, were, they had terrible plate discipline. They were swinging at all kinds of ball threes, ball fours. They, they were swinging at everything out of the zone. And, I mean, listen, they made a rule 
So games like that wouldn't happen. We go, let's go. Let's get back to the Yankees in a minute. We got um, a whole bunch of stuff going on. We got Serena Williams announced that the, the U.S. Open will be her her last. Big Jets news. Uh, another. I mean, talk about a bust with Beckton. We'll get yeah. to that. Um, like I said, Mets Yankees. The Mets now. See that start from no, the ground. No, Bassett. What about that start from the ground? That. I mean, they. It was. He was. Per- they were saying. He was perfect. They were saying it was the most dominant. I've heard multiple people, baseball people, Gary, Keith, and Ron, and, and other people say that it was the most dominant start they've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, those, you know, uh, those innings that he pitched were some of the – was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I mean, listen, it ended up where he ends up giving up – walking the guy and giving up a home run. And giving up a home run. But before that, the guy was perfect um, with 12 Ks, um, shutting them down where they could not – literally did not foul off. 18 sliders in a row. Didn't touch it. Didn't even touch it. No, no. Swings and misses. Swings and misses until the guy finally fouled two off, worked a walk, and the next guy homered. But Yeah, I mean, and listen, if that's what we get out of the, and DeGrom, if that's what we get out of DeGrom, then look out because the Mets could win it all this year. I'm sorry. I, I expect, you know, you almost forget because you keep in this week in and week out, you keep thinking, oh, my God, he's always injured. He's always, you're not, you don't see him. And then he comes out, and every single time, it's, I mean, it's uh, it's but, just a different level. No, we didn't take it. I didn't go. Yeah. Child. I didn't take it. I wasn't there. I told you I wanted to go. We were driving home. And I no, was like, don't say that. I gave you the, I said, the ticket, George. Like, I, don't, I can't. I don't want to go. Yeah. I, I have one ticket. No, well, I, no, I know. I, I, I don't, I, there's other ones. I could have got one. I, 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 I'm sure I would have figured <laughs> out a way. <laughs> I imagine but, I would have um, found the ticket. So, I mean, listen, it, 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 as far as one of the great, I mean, he was unhittable. He was very dominant. I put up something on Facebook this week about it, who's the most dominant pitch. I got killed because I said 30 years or something, and I put, like, Randy yeah. Johnson. Listen, I forget about time sometimes, all right? To me, 30 years ago is 1970. Yep. Right? Right? If I said, Brett, if I said 30 years ago, would you? what's the first thing that pops in your head? Me, 1970. Yeah, well, that just shows you're old now. It's fine. Yeah, I'm old. I am old. I am old. You're old too. You're older than me, in fact. It's true. So, um, smarter. Did you see the? Um, we're watching. I'm watching it right now. But the um, Field of Dreams game. Listen, this is this thing. I, I'm done. They, that, that's this is a one time thing. Now you told me something I didn't know before the thing. Yeah. What? What? what t- tell them what, what you told me. Well, it was who owns it. Frank Thomas is uh, one of is the owner of the site for the Field of Dreams game. And actually, it's not the big being, hurt. The big hurt. Yeah, he, he's the owner. And, and they, for, for those of you who don't know, he is the guy in the commercials who lost his who has lost his sex drive. Yeah, yeah. At, at an older age, so that, that's what that's what people and, know. That's what this generation and, knows. Him and Doug the big Flutie, hurt. they play a lot of uh, golf and you know, <laughs> hang out with a lot of women supposedly. So anyway, so I'm watching this um, Field of Dreams game or whatever it is, well, and they have... just had they just had a fake. Harry Carey singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Oh, really? With A-Rod, really? with A-Rod on the field. And saying, yeah. yeah it, it's, listen, it, it's not good, Brad. It's not good. No, Nobody not. cares. First think, of all. Listen, what do you think about this? It's all this stuff where they have a mic'd up in the outfield. We have Kana in the outfield. I don't like talking it. About, I don't want Kana talking to Talking the, about his, what food he likes to eat and how his different names and all the other. Different and, names, yeah. No, but like in the middle of a game. And same thing. They had, they had Joey Votto and the, this whole thing all mic'd up. Like, and he's trying to play a baseball game. Like that's. I think they're getting. I listen, I think that what they're doing is. And I don't blame the TV for trying to do it. Because it, it is funny. 
but I don't want my players doing that. If I was the manager, if I, and I can't believe Buck lets him do it. I guess he probably has no choice. They don't have a choice. Major League Baseball probably no says you're doing this. But I sure, I'm sure if you got, if you got Buck, you know, to some truth, some truth serum, he hates it. Yeah. First of all, what is he doing? He's not paying attention. Like they're like saying they're, they're, they're mid-interview. These guys are asking I them questions. I think it's voluntary for the players. I think to a certain extent it is like they can't force them to do it. I'm no, not, they can't force them to do it. But, but someone but on the can't team's say doing my it. team's not doing it. No, but like yeah, someone's doing it. Of course they're doing it. Of course they're doing it. I, I would do I, it. I, I'm, I don't. I I don't like it. I mean, that's that. I, it really annoys me to see like the depth. It's one thing if you have them on like, hey, they have like a quick like thing. It goes on for two innings. Like, oh, can we get well, you back? The thing. Here's the thing. And the guy started. Up. He's up at the plate. I know. And they're like, it hold on, with them doing the. It started with them doing the managers in, and it would be in between innings. They would play right. it when they came back. Right. Then they started getting the managers during the the half inning. Yeah. It wasn't during the commercial. So the TV's going to push they it as far as they can. They pull it in hockey too. They pull it in hockey a lot. Like they. I yeah, mean, yeah. They do the mic see, up, I, but they, you know, but they don't do live interviews with hockey. But it's pretty close. It's like the coach right on the edge, and like, oh, that was a pretty crappy uh, call, coach. What do you think about that? And he's like, I don't care. I don't want to do we're, this. We're, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to do plenty of Mets and Yankees with um, with our guests coming up in a little while. So stay tuned for that. It's going to yeah. be a good spot. It's going to be, you know, it's a very he's he's big. He's a big Mets guy. He's um. Like I said, big boxing. He did a wrestling show even on um, WFAN, which I didn't know WFAN had a wrestling show. Yes. I, me personally, I'm not into wrestling. I never was. Uh, how about you? Were you? No, I, no, no. WWE. Are you like a host? WWE. You a host? Yeah, As a w- kid, when I, was, I was a child. WWF. I was a child. Yeah, and I had. Yeah, you I had the doll. Did you ever go did to you it? Have the doll. Did you have the Hulk the, the, doll? I might have. Ha- I, had I might Hulk have had doll. the Hulk. You mean the pillow? Yeah, the pillow I, doll? I can't remember exactly what it was called now, but I might have had but the pillow. All the guys who I work with, let me tell you. They're all like, they're forty-year-old men. Super, like this is it. Their whole life wrestling. They're not even big sports. Like wrestling, today's wrestling. I can't. I can't. Wait for and I swear. And they're like, I yo, can't. did I you can't. see the match Monday? They're like, did you see it? Did you like, like raw? They're like, he came out. Like he's back. I'm like, who? They're like Stone Cold. I'm like what? Then they care. Yeah, you no, know they the, care. They still wrestle. And I is it a sport? I I say no. I say no. No. What do you right? mean? No. Is it a sport? Is it athletic? No, I mean like it's you got to be athletic. Yeah, yeah, you have to be a former athlete, which means it's not a sport because you're a former athlete now, and, and you're playing on something so that's many not steroids. a sport. You know who used yeah. to come to my well, job when so I worked at Westlake? Sounds like when I worked sport. at Westlake in Patchogue, they had the who was the wrestler? Who was the wrestler from, from Long Island? From, oh, from, uh, from oh, Patchogue, Mick Foley. No, Mick Foley. Mick used Foley. To be, he used to be there all the time. Even better, and he no, had no, like no. this smoke show wife. He's the ugliest dude ever. He had the smoke show wife. I see him in CVS. Like I see him in CVS. As, like, <laughs> okay, like seven or eight years ago, I'm in Smithtown CVS, and it's Mick Foley in front of me. And he, it, you, first of all, he doesn't turn around. All you need to know is he's got the cut-off red flannel. Like, he's in the ring. It's as if so he's, he was ready to go. No, he is full in Mick Foley gear, even though he's got, like, ten characters. I, I know way too much from people at work about this right now. But Wait, yeah. And he yeah. turns around. No, yeah, he's you're getting not his, a, you're not no, a wrestling He's fan, getting right? his prescriptions. And he's like hobbling <laughs> up, and he can't even get there. And I was like, Mick Foley. He was, and he was, he's he like was a, actually, you know, pretty he's cool like, guy. Frank but, Thomas told me to take this one. Yeah, he was like, Here we go. <laughs> Talk about field the dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you had mentioned hockey before. Uh, quick, quick hockey note: as the Rangers made some news this week, um, uh, Truba was named the 28th captain of the New York Rangers. It came as a surprise to 
everybody. Because I'm shocked. shocked. We were we were we were sitting here talking during the season, late season, and into the playoffs. Even should they make Crowder the captain now? Crowder's the best player. Yeah. And to be honest with you, we're all we all we're all upset. Um, not me personally, because it really doesn't matter to me. But everybody was upset because the Rangers didn't make the captain the person that we all wanted him to be the captain. He might not be the leader in the locker room that we think he is. Right. You know, a captain's different. Tr- Truba has. There were some things they said he he arranged for the Norris Trophy. They were doing something for for Fox last offseason, and he had arranged for the Norris Trophy to be shipped from the the Hall of Fame. Like he's obviously just the leader, and it's not up to us. Who cares? Yeah. At the Little League World Series, we had a buddy of ours, Tom yep. Keys, and um, Fairfield, Connecticut know, Little League. Fairfield, Connecticut. They he uh, moved away. Good yep. thing he moved away because they lost. <laughs> they well, well, we couldn't no, use I'm that talent. Kidding, we that, couldn't use that listen, talent around here. She could have used it. Yeah, I mean, look, hey, listen. Maybe if he didn't focus so much on basketball. Uh, well, well they be, made uh, it. They made it to uh, the Metro Regional. They won Connecticut. Yeah. Um, no, hey, listen, we're, we're their, just kidding. They, their, they were brilliant. They they did, was great. They it was a great run. They, they made a they big won run. Their, they won their first game uh, over at the Metro Regional um, and then dropped two tough ones. They, ha- they had actually, and honestly, um, uh, our friend Key's kid, Trip Key's, first inning, bases loaded. He hits one, a rocket. Hey, his one. name's Trip Keys? Trip, Trip Keys. Trip Keys. Oh, that's a great they name. They like that. And he that's a great name. I know, I know. And he, he hits, he rockets one down the right field line. The the right fielder made a nice play and it was bases loaded. It would have actually, you know, really changed the game. But it was a good performance by them. Congratulations on making as far as they did. Um, so would, uh, here's the question: Were, yeah. were they were they the uh, sportsmanship thing? Were they the you sp- know where the kid got hit in the head? You didn't see that? Oh, they did. kid got hit in the head and then he went out and hugged. Oh, hugged I saw the, that. The pitcher was crying. I saw that. No, but they you had another one. Like no, that. they got on another sportsmanship one actually where. Uh, the guy tipped his hat to another guy who was doing it. And it oh, like, yeah, made, on the web gem. Yeah, no, no, nobody it. remembers that because because the other kid, you know made, what he did? I saw Listen, it. the kid got he, hit in I the head. I saw it, I saw it. And then the, cat, the, the, the pitcher's crying. Yeah. That kid, I mean, listen, brilliant move on that kid's part. Yeah. Because he doesn't care about the other kid. Let's be real. Does he really? Does he no. care about the other kid? No, he was like, Have you ever seen that? No, he was seen like, anybody in Little No, he was like Instagram followers. Golden. Instagram, yeah. Golden, TikTok. He, he, you know what? He's ahead of his time. I'm going to TikTok my way to thinking. the mound. He's like, I'm TikToking my way right to the mound right now. Right to the mound. The girls love it. He hugged him. So the sweet. guy didn't even want to hug he him back, him. and he held him. No. He was like, I'm not letting go no. until we make some followers. <laughs> He's ahead of his time because that's a brilliant. You know what that's like? That's like wanting to be the smart kid rather than the cool yeah. kid when yeah. you're young. I got Those one... people are ahead of their time. He's like, I got they, 15 they, minutes. They end up doing better than them. I got 15 they minutes. Everybody. I'm milking this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, forget it. Yep. Listen, he's. I don't know I if they won or not. They had a they runner. Advanced, a but. runner did the same thing this week. So now, listen. This guy gets a ten second penalty in the, the race. Copycats. This is good. No, there's a ten second penalty in the race, and the guy who's ahead knows the guy behind him's better. He ran the race of his life. And you know what he does? He lets him pass him and win. But guess what? Nobody's going to remember the winner. Everybody on Instagram is looking at the guy who said, "Come yeah. on!" No, he gives him a high five. He, he wishes him, by, "Come on, go by," and the guy wins the race. Nobody knows who won. You know what? So, um. Yeah, no, no, no. That you're right, but that's kind of like in soccer, like where you give the ball back. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about. It. I mean, yeah. I guess it's sportsmanship. I mean, what if it's the last three minutes and you were like, you really do want it? Like that's it? No, no. But that's the time you don't. Well, they do kick it. it out of bounds what when someone's hurt all year. And yeah, I know. But like, it's the last two minutes, and you decide, you know what? This time, I'm not going to do it. Let's just go, and then you score the goal and you tie. Is that unsport? Yeah, listen, that, that. What are your I, fans? I went for the win. Are your fans mad at you? 
Were they uh, like, oh, no, 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 dribble it back. Three minutes left in the finals. Let's dribble it back on the other team. We have no chance now. What happens when no, you get home? Are you good luck in Col- you? No. Good luck in Colombia. You're gonna get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not. You're not. Because yeah, first of all, I mean, the sportsmanship thing where he got hit in the head—that's one thing. But with the soccer thing, Brett, this is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Yep. That's my man. That's my that's favorite. Why, my favorite that's Jets why you coach. do it. Just love Herm Edwards. Yeah, just listening to him after the games is just great. Not a not a Bruce Coslett guy. Yeah, no, he was he was a little rough. <laughs> a little rough. So uh, speaking of the Jets, Brett, we had um, the bust the bust of the week, bust oh, of the year, is uh, Makai Becton. Yeah, he, uh, he's good at one thing, and it's busting up knees. Yeah, tore his knee up again uh, last year, week one. He was out out for the whole season. Um, pretty much. Uh, back for two practices and his knee is gone he's out for the season again the jets did not waste any time though uh they jumped right on the phone and and uh signed um five-time pro bowler dwayne brown to a two-year 22 million dollar deal for the 38 year old so he's an old man 38 years old but he got his money he's been holding out i didn't know i'm gonna be honest with you I, i didn't follow him that much but uh I didn't know there was yeah, somebody, somebody that was the most that good available. No, but that, that's that's just to have a guy sitting on the market. 38 years old no. and he wants that much money. He wanted the money, and he's willing to go play for a team that's not. He's like, ah, t- you know, championships aren't my thing. I'd like four extra million. I got one contract left. Give me my couple you extra You know what, though? Million. Those offensive linemen, they play a long time. Like the like they, the great ones? Yeah, if you know how to do they it. Play. And you, you know, yeah, if you, know, if you have good knees and you have a good, you know, like that's it. You know, you but can't. Mekhi, uh, I mean, Becton's right. He's got to be. He's good. I mean, he's clearly done with the Jets. I mean, they're, they're, no, well, right? he's, they're, he yeah. won't come back next year. But no, you don't think so. That, but. Two reconstructed. So, what he's got to do? He's going to get reconstructed knee surgery now for the second straight year on the same knee. Yeah. I mean, that, that's Listen, tough to come it's back. Not, from. It's not 1996 anymore, first of all. All right. Guys come back look, from very devastating knee injuries and stuff that isn't just like, I turn this in this tour. Okay, let's fix it. This isn't, I got in a car accident, 42 things got broken, and we have to repair your whole leg. This is. No, nope, but that Tiger very, did that and he came back and won the Masters. I, he, that's not what happened. He. That's not what happened. Did he win the Masters after, after the no, car before. accident? No, he came no, back and like before. made it. Walked. He was. They were like he walked and made it. <laughs> he, he fully Played walked. The whole eighteen. Did you see? He walked the course, and they were like, "That's a that's a victory," and they clapped. The so, whole time. so, so the jet, I mean, the Jet. That's a big loss. For but the yes, jets, but mean, his career is not over. His career was oh, never going to be I that think. good, and they're going to say because of the knee, but it turns out it's because he likes to eat too much and doesn't work out hard enough and doesn't have good enough at yeah. training. He doesn't work hard. He doesn't work hard. Why and do you think he's not working hard? Tom Brady, yeah. Tom Brady is a no-show in Bucks camp, yeah. and he is tall, and supposedly they're saying personal issues. Okay. He's not going to play all preseason. What now, do you here's, think? What I think. here's what I think. I think Tom Brady basically said, hey, listen, I'm 45 years old. I know what I'm doing. I know the playbook. I'm not coming. I'm not coming to camp. I'm not going through it again. I'll be there on opening day. It's basically what Strahan did in the in the final year. His thing. He did a holdout, but he just didn't want to come to training camp. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Like I think that meshing and and every single day and every minute is so important to Brady. I just doubt it. I think this is the last thing that he wants in the world. I think that he realizes "Eh." that making these connections with guys because it's not the exact same team from last year. He has new guys. What kind of connections does he make? Ready? 
What kind of connections would you be making with a bunch of twenty-two? He's year old not. Kids? He's, he's in not the friends fi- with them. He's not. He's in the film room, and he is. He has to. You, I'm sorry. You have to be down to the guy broke at this exact second, and the ball was out, and he has to go up to him and say, "No, no, jerk. You got to do it a second faster, or no, you got to do it here." And if you don't do that repeatedly, what do you think? They just show up and line up, and everything's good, and it's Tom Brady because it's Tom Brady. That's not why he's Tom Brady. He's got the tools, and it's because of all the effort that he puts in. I don't think he wants to be gone at all. What do I think? Probably rehab, sex rehab, drug rehab, sex rehab, sex, no, rehab. sex rehab. No, no. What? What, what he's not cheating. Listen, Tom Brady's not cheating. Twenty-eight days. Is he exactly gone for twenty-eight days? <laughs> is it twenty-eight? It, it, I listen, don't. The Giants I just playing. don't see him wanting to be gone. I think he's wherever he is. He's sitting there just watching film and you know and reading playbooks or whatever he's doing. But I think he would rather be uh, hanging with his. I think tight he's ends like the preseason useless that he's met four times. They don't even hit. They don't even it's hit not anymore. Preseason. He, he doesn't practice. want to run these lines. He's not. They're he running need like to play. suicides and stuff. He doesn't it's want to do not that. what. That's you're right, and Tom Brady doesn't have to do any of that if he doesn't want to. But if he didn't do that, he would spend every other minute in the film room. And him to say, "I'm leaving the city for in for this amount of time," you're right. I'm listen. I don't know why or what it is, but I'm shocked. Like, uh, like who are they playing? Do the Giants have them? Like, how is Richie Dumais going to sell his tickets now? Oh, we no, were talking about giving them away before that. And that I'm was surprised. when Brady was selling. This is a, usually a, when the posts start. This is usually it. They yeah, usually yeah, start no. high. You usually get they, like they what, like in, seventy or eighty in, in New the England. beginning of the week. What do you get at the end? Of, face the end? value. Face no, value. I'll give yeah. you a face value. Throw in a parking <laughs> permit. You get a parking pass by the end of the week. No, by the in. end he's giving them away. Nobody yeah. listen. There's nothing. What, there is nothing worse. Nothing worse. Than preseason football. Yeah, nothing. The football is not as far as when people like they cut it. And you know what? And people watch it. Because yeah, the uh, the, the Hall of Fame game, people will, will yeah. that got that bit, that won the night in the ratings. Of the course. Hall of Fame game, yeah, better than most almost every baseball game. I think. I think it beat- oh, oh that doubled every baseball. Oh, game. Yeah. doubled every, and it was Mets Braves, and it doubled every baseball game. Oh, I man. guarantee. I don't know for a fact, but it, it doubled every baseball game. So we got that. The Giants. Nothing to talk really about the Giants. I. I like I said I don't watch the preseason really. I had it on for maybe five ten minutes. Giants were up fourteen seventeen fourteen. Yeah. The only thing I have to say about that is it was the final score. They were up against Patriots seventeen fourteen. It was the final score of the first Giants Patriots Super Bowl. So that's that. That's all I gotta say about that. Is that a good omen? Probably. I hope the Giants basically tank this year no, because they're... I don't want to see Daniel Jones. I don't want him to play decent and they gave him a contract. I don't think. Daniel Jones is the answer. That's scary. That's I a scary thought, actually. Mediocrity, and then they give him a yeah. contract would be really scary. They give him a contract. Like, I'm okay There's with no the Jets being mediocre. Like, the Jets are going to be mediocre on a way towards, like, a trajectory that's going to be a decent team if things pan out. And, you know, at least I have decent in, like, uh, like faith in where the Jets are headed. The Giants, if they're mediocre and get a mediocre draft pick and re-sign Daniel Jones, will yeah. will stick themselves in a spot where nobody wants to come play for you and you don't have any no, kind of future in, prospects. You're in, like, in you're in quarterback purgatory, you which is be. basically that's quarterback hell, and that's the worst place you could be because yeah. you got an okay quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he's not great. Yeah, and, and Daniel Jones isn't even okay at this point. Listen, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be um, Tyrod Taylor is gonna be in there by week six. I think they're gonna have an early an early yank on him because. Oh, he, I, he's just I think not, I think you're getting, no. I think that's optimistic. I think you're getting a full year of Daniel Jones this year. I, listen, I think you're getting. Let him t- let him t- I think you're getting. Uh, yeah, I think you're getting you like basketball eight, players from Duke. Yeah, like seven and basketball ten. Players. Seven and ten. Daniel Jones, where seven he's and like ten's worst case scenario. Yeah, that's he's he, all right. Really okay, we're a young team. Yeah, 
That's what they're gonna say. We're a young team. We, we we're on the you know seven and ten. It was improvement from what? No, yeah. no. Three, yeah. Go three and fourteen and 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 just be done with no, it. No, that ain't happening. Um, yeah, your division's so I, too bad. The Cowboys just, are just gonna beat you up. Before we get to because we're almost we're almost uh, coming up on our interview in a couple minutes here, but um, before we get to that, I a quick thing. I I turn on my MLB app I got right here on uh, on my iPad and it comes up Red Sox and I'm like, why is that? I use Gonzales. Login. Oh, really? And I didn't even realize it. I still, it still was it just oh, like back into in my the thing. day. He was like because he well, he gave me the login so I could watch the Mets games when I lived in Florida. Who's paying that bill? I don't know if it's still <laughs> getting paid. I don't have the. I don't. I haven't checked to see if I have the 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 MLB. But I, you know, whoever it is, Gunzel, still looking at. It. I because it's like Listen. Red Sox, and I'm like, what Red Sox, and I, that's you, exactly why. Can you tack on my Netflix? <laughs> my my cable bill is yeah. You know, oh, that's the one. I mean, I while well, we're paying bills, you oh, know, my you, cable you bill missed, and you I missed one. Tickets. Let's let's take three minutes, uh, Serena. Yeah, Serena, Serena. I was gonna say get the Serena. So Serena Williams basically announced that the, it's pretty much over for her. She lost today, um, which was yesterday. If you're listening to the show, and um, the U.S. Open is gonna be her final tournament. We're gonna have Frank Russo, our tennis uh, analyst, on. She is right retiring. Open. U.S. Open will be her final tournament. Bob, if you wins. heard earlier shows, Bob predicted that will be her final victory. I hope she wins. Yeah, she I did. She's winning. Did. You're winning. You said she's winning. Yeah. Then yeah. this is for the title. There's not a dominant. There's not a dominant player in there. There's not a dominant player in there yet. Okay. I mean, oh. like that. That's really killing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, listen. She's not. Good. She can still at her best. Serena can still win. It's not out of the realm that she wins. It's not like Tiger after the car accident. Where it's gonna be like, oh, she made it through. She's not. No, she could go out not. first round, or it's she could win the tournament. I think. I think it's but completely. She, she listen, could go out this first is, round. Is this as close as someone's come to breaking a record like that and giving up when they probably yeah, still I mean, had a shot? No, but like, there's very few players who actually still had a shot. And if she, like we talked about, if she just shut everything else down in her life, and children, listen, give her. You know, that's a yeah, different story. She doesn't want to shut everything. She wants to live a nope. regular life. She, no, you're. So exa- she I'm saying. Want to I'm saying. But think about how close she is. There is there anywhere else that. One else that was this close and decided to just step down and walked away. And I'm talking from hitting a major milestone, not someone who's done it all. Yeah. I'm not saying like Bobby Jones who had everything. I was talking to you like one win away, one Grand Slam away. Like say Tiger had gotten there, didn't you know? Decide to go prostitutes and booze and though. it's tough to accidents. win a major. And no, but like, imagine he was one like, away. She probably could have done it. I know. She I, probably could have done it. If she really went full out, she yeah. probably, but she doesn't want to go full out anymore. No, it's not. No, she hasn't. Listen, the window's closed. Serena the window hasn't is gone full the, out in 10 years. Yeah. Serena hasn't gone full out. She doesn't practice or do You're anything. Right. In the she had that, the she thing is, made 10 this years ago, four years 10 ago, years she, ago, she was good push. enough where she could show up and win a tournament. But four she years ago, she was good enough where if she put in a little extra effort, she would have actually got the effort. Yeah, and now she has to go full out, and she may or may not win it. Yeah. So, did she you know, make it knows? out of the first but, um, round? I don't even know if she makes it out of the first. Or yeah, yeah. Round. Well, she, listen, she's going to be a low seed, so yeah. she's, she's going to have a tough draw. Yeah. She's going to be playing a top ten player probably in the first round. You going to go? But we'll get into you that as it gets. Yeah, I go to. I love the U.S. Open. I love ten- tennis. Is a great sport. Yeah, and, and tennis is a great sport, and especially the majors. Oh man, I'm see like I'm one of the lunatics. I'm up at three in the morning watching the Australian <laughs> watching the Australian. When is the Open. U.S. Open? The U.S. Open is the last two, the last week of August and the first week of September. And the U.S. Open oh, here's man. the stupidest thing. Real that quick, means we're getting nailed with traffic Open, for Old Timers Day. The, we're in trouble. I, I don't, I don't know why they do it and why they continue to do it. The men's final of the U.S. Yep. Open, the final major of the year, is the opening day of the NFL season. 
Nobody's watching. CBS yeah. will always CBS yeah. now they don't have it. ESPN has it, but CBS always had the early game in week one of the of the season, and then they had the men's championship. And I watched the men's championship, but people are not watching. People watch the NFL. The women are Saturday night. It's it's Super Saturday. It's Saturday night. They have it all to themselves. It's a standalone eight o'clock match, and the men are Sunday NFL week one. And, and they continue to do it. Just started a week earlier. It's the last week of August, the first week of September. That's what the U.S. Open is. We're still a couple weeks away from the U.S. Open, so don't worry. We'll get you all set up for that. We'll have Frank on to get you all set up for that in the next coming weeks. Um, but let's take a quick break. On the other side of the break, it's going to be our interview with Mets beat writer Rich Mancuso. So stick around. We'll be back right after this. Hi, Sarah Walters here, wife of Locked Up Sports host Bob Walters. He is sick of hearing what I have to say about the show and wants to hear from you, the listeners. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, click the leave a review link and then you can leave some comments for the guys. Do you listen to the show from an app that doesn't have listener reviews? Then visit our website, LockedUpSports.net. Here you can listen to past episodes, see what other listeners have said, and leave a review of your own. Good or bad, Bob and Brett want to hear it all. Looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say. All right, we are joined now by Rich Mancuso. He's 30 years covering sports, New York Daily News, host of, currently he's the host of Sports with Rich on Tuesday nights with Robert Rizzo, the Wiz. Rich, thanks for joining the show. Guys, pleasure to have you, but I got to correct you right away. It's 40 years. 40 years. Wow. <laughs> I'm 40 years old. Is. We Daily were just... News is one thing. I'm, it's all over the place. I've been yeah. Daily News, Post. I've done the circuit in New York and a, a lot of other places and a long storied career. Boxing, wrestling. Oh, yeah. I, WWE and independent guys. And uh, no, it's been, a, it's been quite a ride. It's going to come to an end soon, though, because. Uh, you know, you get older and you get you can't do it like you used to, and I'm I'm finding that out. So I don't know what else. To do yeah, well, hey, listen, but forty years in this city. Painting, so forty years you know, in this city—that's nothing to complain about. Yeah, it's, it's, that is nothing to complain about at all. I've, I've, I've worked around different markets around the country as well. So you know, I've, I've been around. It's. Uh, but like I said, it's been fun, but when you when it's not fun no more, it's time to go. That's right. And I'm finding that a little by little every day. And here you I are landed it, you know? on Locked Up Sports. So we're going to talk some baseball here. We're rich. Um, we got the Mets are on fire, one of the hottest teams in baseball. You got the Yankees on the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, now, were you like the rest of us? Were you uh, upset with what the Mets did at the trade deadline and now we're kind of living to regret that? No, I was a little upset that they didn't work on one thing, the bullpen. I think every Met fan was upset about that because, let's face it, the Mets' bullpen, as I tell everyone as I write about, on NewYorkSportsDay.com, LatinoSports.com, two of the websites I'm plugging right now. I hope you don't mind that. Go for it. It, it, it's not, it, it. It's not so much, you know, it's the bullpen that's an issue, and the bullpen has become Edwin Diaz, and the bridge to get to him is difficult, and you don't know what you're going to get, and eventually that could hurt them in the postseason. But um, I'm not I'm not discontented at all with the moves Billy Epler made. Very good in getting uh, Nygren from the from the Reds, and you're getting uh, Vogel back, uh, you know, and, and even uh, uh, Ruff from the Giants, from my buddy J.D. Davis, who I got very close to over the last few years. 
The DH position has definitely improved. The results are showing. They're first in baseball at the DH spot, I believe, since the beginning uh, of the trade deadline. That they, they went from last to first in baseball, and they have ability to more now. Righty-lefty platoon at that spot. And, you know, it can give Alonzo a little rest as well. Um, so, you know, uh, the moves that Epler made were good. Overall, except bullpen-wise, I mean, Michael Mikel Gibbons is not the answer to Bridget Edwin Diaz. Seth Lugo is, you don't know now what you'll get, though. He's looked a little better in his last three or four outings out of the pen. Um, I mean, what else you say? Adavino has been consistent, and that's good, too. But you need more. And I think eventually when they go in the postseason, their plan was to maybe David Peterson, one of the starters, or even two would end up going in the pen. And, you know, that could be David Peterson, could be Carlos Carrasco, depending on how they set up their rotation plans in October. But overall, really good. Uh, They didn't have to do much with the lineup. You wanted to see another power bat in that lineup. But as it turns out, uh, Epler has that experience coming out of the Yankees organization and knows what he's doing. And it showed that the, the, the moves the Mets made made them even better than what they were. And that's all you're asking for. And and listen, I'm somebody who, when it comes to bullpens, when it comes to bullpens, I if if it's not Mariano Rivera, I don't trust him. Even as good as Diaz has been, I still don't trust him in a big spot in a playoff game until I see him do it. So we'll see. We'll see. Not everyone's going to be a Mariano Rivera. Of course not. Nobody is. You're not going to get. You're not going to get that. Is Edwin Diaz comparable to Mariano Rivera? Obviously not, except for the year where he had. 59 saves with the Mariners a few years ago before he came here to New York. No, I will be the first to admit, uh, as many others of my colleagues in the press box are, we had no faith, and a lot of Met fans also, with Edwin Diaz. We, we, I wrote that last week. When Diaz came out of the pen, you knew something was going to go afloat. You knew it was going to work out. That's because his slider... And his fastball had no command. Well, you know what? He worked on it. And he developed to learn how to deal with the pressure of pitching in tough situations here in New York. It's worked to the perfection now that he, to me, is a top closer in the game. The Mets are gifted to have him. They were patient with this. They gave gave up a lot to get him. And now, opposing teams and managers, they don't know how to deal with Edwin Diaz in a late-inning situation. They know he's going to come in. Look at that strikeout ratio. I've never seen that. I think it's even better than Mariano's. It is. Was. It is. And, and, and a consistent fastball at 101 and a slider over 97, you're not going to hit that. You saw a young candidate? Uh, I, 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 yeah, he, I, that's a question that, that, that will be addressed. I think he'll get some votes, but generally you don't give a Cy Young award to a relief pitcher. That generally hasn't been the pattern with the writers, especially the new writers that are part of the Baseball Writers of America. They don't do that. It, you know, so I, he'll get votes, but he won't get a Cy Young. What's more important, and Edwin Diaz will say this, as well as that entire Mets locker room, even as of yesterday when I was in there, is that they go far in October and win a World Series. They feel they have it. I feel they do also. There are some teams that they'll have to contend with to get there, including the best team in the game, the the Dodgers, that are stacked, loaded, and continue to win. With the Right now, they have the top winning streak in the game. But um, 
uh, go back to say no. Not a Cy Young Ward. He won't get it. But if he can get the Mets to the top, that's a Cy Young for him and better. the team and and the fans. And that's what we're looking for. And I think uh, you know the Mets are in good hands with him. I, will he have? There's a question I'm also getting a lot. Will Edwin Diaz fall apart a little bit? Look, he's due for a letdown. Every pitcher, every hitter does. That's how baseball is. With 50 games left to play or so. He might, but right now, when I talk to scouts and I talk to other uh, you know, people in the game, they don't see Edwin Diaz falling apart. That's like, uh, I'm really excited to see like what he has uh, going the rest of the year. But what about Jacob DeGrom? Him coming back right now, Jacob DeGrom. That start I saw the other day with Jake. That start with Jake the other day was one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Well, here's the thing with Jake, and I talked to him briefly yesterday after the game with the Reds. You know, DeGrom was with his kid, and, uh, you know, I just snuck a question into him real quick. And he says he's never felt better. And the results are showing. I mean, his slider, he threw, uh, what, he threw 17 of those, 18 for outs the other day. He was untouchable. The question was... Yeah, the question was, was Jacob DeGrom going to get, will he get hurt again? Will something happen? Right now, there's no signs of that. And for the good of the Mets, their fans, and, you know, everyone involved with it, uh, that's good news. And you hope Jake stays like this because he's unhittable, along with Scherzer. That's a great one-two punch, maybe the best in baseball. Go into October with those two, the team can't be beat unless they don't score runs. And Met the Mets tend to not score runs for Jacob Degrom. That's still showing. <laughs> it's God. amazing that that, that uh, they still yeah, do that. It's amazing. Yeah. And and now did Degrom now the thing I have a problem with Degrom is was he ever? They never really know if he was hurt or not. He would go. He'd pitch seven innings, eight innings. He'd get ten strikeouts, yeah. and then they'd go send him for an MRI, and then they'd say, "Well, we didn't find anything. He's out six weeks." Well, because if you're a ball player, you don't want to co- kick yourself out of the rotation or the lineup. Jake's a competitor. Uh, he might have felt it wasn't uh, as bad as it initially was until it got really worse. But the Mets, thank goodness, have great medical people behind them on the staff, doctors and the physicians, and they were able to work on it. And what you like about it this time, after a year not being on the mound, is the Mets took this very cautiously, guys. They took their time bringing him back, and that was good. They didn't rush it. And they had alternative plans to replace him in the rotation that worked out pretty well, including they found Tyler McGill, who comes back uh, within a few weeks. He'll be back in September. Um, So, you know, they did this differently. Jake went with the plan, and all signs are good right now, unless something we don't know about does occur. But, yeah, he was legitimately hurt. And and the the real question was, will he get hurt again? And could this really be his complete downslide and fall and never be Jacob DeGrom again? Well, you know what? I told everyone, don't be so uh, optimistic about it. But I've been fooled again because Jake looks better than ever, which surprises me. It didn't surprise a lot of baseball people I know that have been around the game a long time, a lot of the scouts in particular. Uh, you know, a lot of them said that they thought they saw Jake in rehab, a couple of rehab games. They knew that Jake would come back strong. They could see it. You know, when you went around the baseball scouts, in the press box, on the field, when you're around them, you talk to them, you find out things you never knew. 
And they found that out about Jake, and they got that one right, and I think it's going to hold true. I mean, we've never really seen anything like it. And then when you speak of, like, like Scherzer getting hurt in that six weeks that he was out, I think in the long run, coming down the stretch here, that could help him. He's older. He admitted that he was a little tired when the World Series in those last couple of games. And I think that those couple of weeks off that will save his arm maybe for, you know, a big game, maybe a uh, league championship series, big game, maybe early World Series. Well, you, 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 look, you, you guys have seen what's happened to Righty twice, Jake and uh, Scherzer and then Jake, and they're overpowering. I mean, they, these two are overpowering. And there's no signs also Scherzer can get over the injury quicker than Jake, even at his age, because there really hasn't been arm issues with him. It's been a quad or whatever. And sometimes quads take a long time to heal. For a position player, maybe three, four months. Scherzer made a good recovery, though. Um, and you can tell right away if there's something wrong or if it's going right. Just look at the velocity on the fastball. And that average is 100, close to that. Look at his curveball. It, it, it's, it's like it sneaks right by a hitter. Um you know, I mean, these are signs that Scherzer is, at his age, might still be, you know, he's in his prime. You know, he, he's, he is unstoppable right now. And again, anything can happen. We don't want to wish bad luck. But I go back to what I said moments ago, guys. Would you want to, would you want to face those two in a short series in the postseason, back-to-back? You could be down two games to none in the best three out of five, which... The Mets are probably going to win the division. It looks like it now, and they'll get their choice of who they want in the wild card. And again, in the postseason, new season, anything can happen. So the Mets are being cautious. I know that. They're being very cautious. And if they have to watch the innings limit of those two and the rest of that staff, including Carrasco, down the stretch here, they will. Because you need these guys to really come through when it really matters in October. Well, now it looks like Lindor has finally found a home in New York. He finally, you know, <clears throat> he's, he's really playing well this last couple, like three, four weeks. He's really coming into his own. He's hitting. What do you think about that? What took so long to get here? Well, we uh, wrote We talked to him yesterday. We wrote about it, as I did as well, on uh, NewYorkSportsDay.com. Look, he, he, uh, he went and he analyzed himself. He talked to others about himself. He had an issue really adapting to playing in this big spotlight of New York. He's more comfortable. You know, when fans are booing you, doesn't make it any better. It makes it worse. Now he's a hero with the Mets fans. They love him. They can't wait till he comes up. He's adjusted himself. He's adjusted his swing. And he also goes to the iPad more often. That came out yesterday, and we found something out about uh, Lindor that we didn't know, that he'll sit before the game, and we also found out that when uh, Zach Britton, I believe, it was a guy that helped him with that, and he picked that up from him, that strategy. He looks at the iPad, and he goes over it, and he does it every time in between innings, between bats, at bats, goes and he analyzes the opposing pitcher. He does his research. He wasn't doing that last year. Also take into fact that he jumped leagues, and whether people would agree with it or not, when you go from one league to another, you have to adapt. It's a different type of game. I talk to players about it all the time. They get traded from one league to another. And, and that the, their game changes. 
Some become much better. They get to be who they are. And right now, Francisco Lindor is a catalyst to that Mets lineup and uh, doing everything you could ask for. He's going for career numbers right now and breaking franchise records. And um, that is a blessing. He's getting paid very good money to do that. Last year, he got booed out of the house, got that big contract. He wasn't doing that. Well, there's no reason to boo him now. Well, he's three for, no he's a three for 30. He's a, he's a five for 30 away from getting booed again. Don't think we, we, we're we going to be cheering him forever. You know you know that. Look, uh, look, look. you see, I'm a Met fan as well. So I give it time. I give it patience. I do, yeah, I do too. But Met fans, more than Yankee fans, will jump the gun too much. Met fans more than Yankee fans because they want to win so bad will boo at everything. And that, and that I can expect that because I've done it. Now, wait a minute, you know, I can't do it as much now because I'm at the ballpark yeah. and I'm in the press box watching these guys. But inside, it hurts. As a longtime Met fan from the Bronx, it hurts to see what's happened over the years. But this is a new regime. Yeah, this lineup this is, is so new. deep. This lineup is so deep. They can take it's they can deep. take this a slump. They can deep. take a slump they from Lindor. Everything. No big deal. You get picked up all day by tons of different guys in this lineup. Joe Walter is not an analytical manager. The Mets have depended on analytics the last few years and that got got uh, uh, their previous managers out of here. You know, when though when Terry Collins was managing the team, he told me and others, look, I'd come to the ballpark, the lineup was on my desk already. That's not happening with Buck. That's what Boone has to deal with. Okay, when Buck when Buck comes to the ballpark, he makes out the lineup, he incorporates analytics very minimal though. And he took this job with the understanding, you want me? I have to manage this team. I am not depending on your numbers. They wanted him so bad. They listened. They gave it to him, and the results are showing. That's one of the and the players love him. How could you not? He's like a father to them. He's like a teacher to them. Uh, you get to see the things that go on before a game. When you get to that ballpark, you're on the field three, four hours before you could see it. This clubhouse last year compared to uh, this year compared to last year, you see a tremendous difference. Oh yeah, there's a lot of different players in that clubhouse, in that room, but there is so much of a difference with the mentality, the attitude, and. Uh, camaraderie and that all spells onto what's going on in the field and the results of this being the second best team in baseball right now next to the Dodgers. Now speak a little bit about Brandon Nimmo. He's now become he's a gold glove caliber center mm. fielder. He's getting big hits left and right. What is he just come into himself? Is he just come into you know found the the player he should be? Well, it started in, during the pandemic year, really. It started in 2019 and mm-hmm. continued to progress. Brandon works hard at what he does, besides being a hell of a nice guy. Uh, but he works hard at what he does. It started in 2019, picked up during the pandemic, 60 games shortened season. Last year, you started to see it. This year, it's culminating a little more, and it's not done. You hope that Nimmo stays a Met because he's in a walk-off year with a lot of guys on this team, by the way. They have a lot of decisions to make in the offseason, including that entire pitching staff, they, except Scherzer. Everyone else can walk off. And t- you know, but you got an owner, Steve Cohn, that's not going to let that happen. Based on what they do this year, World Series, bust or not, whatever they do, uh, Steve Cohen's got the money to spend. He'll continue to spend. And uh, you, as a Met fan, don't have to worry about losing no more. Oh no, yeah, I know. Because you've got an owner that will spend. <laughs> do you think? And go- you have a minor league sis- 
They have a minor league system that's building up with four of the five top prospects in the game, including Francisco Alvarez, who might make his debut pretty soon. Now, do you think they'll go after Otani? I would say with Billy Epler in the fold there and Sandy Alderson out the door eventually for good, thank goodness, I can't stand the master <laughs> as I call him, um, that, uh, that there's a shot the Mets might do that. Uh, and it all depends, of course, on who in that rotation stays here in the offseason. But I know there's been talk about Otani. There was talk during the trade deadline last week of Otani coming to the Mets. I didn't think it would happen because the Angels wanted their prospects. And that's a good reason why the Mets did not part ways or get David Robertson to their bullpen or Contreras from the Cubs. Epler didn't want to give up the prospects. I don't blame him. For years, the Mets, the last few years, have been giving away their minor league system. Uh, Armstrong, look what happened in that deal with Hobby with uh, the, the Baez last year. Crow Armstrong and the Cubs. You know, I mean, you don't give away your number one prospect for rental player. It, it worked makes out no though. Sense. It worked out for the Diaz deal. They gave away a lot for that Diaz deal, and they're going to come out winners on that. They did. They did, uh, yeah, except for Robinson Cano. I mean, yeah. Cano was a bust. But we have enough money now for, to, to survive they that got, They're paying him $30 million they to go do, sit and play gave, somewhere else. I know. I know. They gave a lot, a lot of prospects, and some work. A lot of them don't. And for the Mets, a lot, let's face it, a lot of them haven't. I can go, go through the history of the last 10 years under the Wilpons and Sandy and whoever else and tell you what worked and what didn't. And, uh, you know, I look, the Diaz move, that's why they got, that's why they gave away what they gave away to get Edwin Diaz. They knew he'd be the best reliever in the game. He had the record, he had the numbers. And it's carried over to this great year that he's had, which started last year. It really started last year when you saw Edwin Diaz uh, perfecting and adjusting to his slider and the fastball, and that slider where he is really good at, unhittable, he perfected it. And you see the numbers. I mean, he comes in, his stri- strikeout ratio is the best in the game to seen out of the bullpen reliever in what? I think uh, I-, I read that this morning somewhere or yesterday. I'm not sure. i got to look at the notes. I'm getting old sometimes. I forget <laughs> everything. But. Now, what do you, what do you think of who <laughs> you— strikeout ratio is unbelievable. Who are you looking forward to see on Old Times yeah. Day? Um, I looked at the list this morning, and uh, Jay Payton. Oh, Jay Payton. Brett, who are you Jay looking Payton. forward to see? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Now, Jay and I did. Jay and I had a uh, had a good relationship back then when I was covering the team when he was on there, and uh, I really wanted to see Yubi Brooks come back. Oh, okay. Uh, I know UB, and we've stayed in touch from the the '80s teams, and uh, I wanted to see UB. I got UB came to New York. I was the first guy he really got to know, and he's asking me where he could live in the New York area, and I gave him suggestions. Uh, he's a Compton, LA kid looking for a place to live in the New York area. I said he heard about Westchester County. I got in the car with him. That became an escapade. I don't want to go into it, <laughs> but uh, uh, he said. But, but we we've had some, we had some good times together. Mine we, is, uh, uh, and we reunited last year in the dugout. It was a lot of fun. Mine is probably I got two of them. One of them, Kevin Elster, and Todd Hunley. Good, Todd Hunley too, because uh, yeah. Todd Hunley oh, was my yo. He was the on home run record king, the yeah. catcher for the Mets. Yeah, we were at that. We were he at that game. He could hit him be- out of the park better than anyone. Well, for a long time, you know, Todd Hunley was the only reason to go to the ballpark. 
Ty Reason was the only reason to go to the ballpark. To the Mets. He was, uh, uh, he'd come up, he's the, like, you know, almost like the equivalent of Peter Wanza was today with the Mets, where <laughs> he came up, you expected this catcher to hit a home run at Shea Stadium, and he did it. He yeah, did it. 41 of them, I uh, think. Those great, yeah, yeah, those great calls from Bob Murphy, let him rest in peace on on the radio, because uh, I'm a radio guy. I yeah, yeah. To, I like listening to the radio. Hey, look, guys. Howie's great, too. Bob Murphy used to call the... Oh, Howie paints the picture better than anyone else. Howie's great. Oh, right. yo, Wayne and is like an old time guy. Howie, well, Wayne is well. Uh, you know, Wayne gives details uh, a little different than Howie. Howie's taught him a lot in the broadcast booth. Wayne has told me that, and you could hear it. Howie's a teacher as well as a broadcaster. Um, Wayne and I are close, so I can talk to Wayne about certain things. And one of the things he told me is uh, that when Howie takes his time off, he misses him. He misses his colleague because that job becomes tougher for Wayne because he has to work with different guys when Howie takes his time off, which Howie wants to do. Uh, and I think well, he's getting older. Howie fade away from the broadcast booth. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Mets have had years. You know, we get up there. It's time to go. The Mets have had they've had great. I mean, I used to I love and I miss even hearing Gary Thorne. Gary Thorne was great. Yeah, well, they brought Gary back for some TV last yeah, year. Yeah, the a Orioles. Bit. And, I, I, yeah, I think that, uh, uh, well, Gary's retired, basically. But they, he came in and did some Met games last year on SMY yes. when Gary Cohn was off or so. And I think they asked him to do a few this year. He wasn't available. But, yeah, he was great. Yeah, Gary on the radio was, was, was great. And then they tried everybody else, including my old friend Wayne Hagen. Wayne Hagen, I remember ran Wayne out of town. He, Gary, Gary Thorne was better Wayne hockey. Was he was better at hockey. Yeah, exciting broadcaster, and uh, he made his mark with the Orioles for a long time until he got bossed out. This is a business where if they don't want you no more, they let you go. They just tell you goodbye, <laughs> like yeah. a home run ball. Well, that, that, you've, and good thing you've lasted happens. 40 years, right, out of that. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, nobody's forcing me out, but the thing is it's not easy to do, guys, because uh, though I've been at it, you still have to keep doing it, and you have to make sure you're on the game. You're on the ball. Yeah, my eyes are a little more tired than they used to be. My fingers get a little arthritis from typing so much. But, <laughs> uh, but if you don't keep up with it, they bring a younger guy in. Now, which brings me to my young colleague, the whiz, Robert Rizzo, who that's a, an interesting way how this developed. He's worked with me now, what, seven months since February. Doc Gooden brought him to me. Okay. Doc Gooden, uh, this young man just graduated college last year. Him and Doc got to talk as Doc orders from a restaurant where he had a, a job. Was, uh, he's doing some delivery in this restaurant in Long Island. And uh, Doc hooked it up, and we start talking. He hooked me up with him. I said, I don't, know, I don't need a young man now breaking my balls. You know, <laughs> the worst thing I want to do is, but I want someone I could see. So, you know what? Let me give him a chance. Because I remember when I was young, I got a chance. Exactly. I had guys in the business give me a chance, and I've been a teacher as well. So uh, Bert Sugar, my, my, my late mentor, one of them, and Bernie Beglin, another mentor from St. John's University, let them work both rest in peace, and the late Dick Young, Daily News legendary scribe in New York, also worked for the Post in his ending years. Those guys mentored me. They gave me a shot. They wanted to see what I had, and that was then without the computer and technology. We used a typewriter. We used phones to call in stories. It was a little tougher than it is today. 
with the god top and everything else. And uh, so because they gave me a shot, I gave this young man a shot. I let him try it out. Got him a role with LatinoSports.com with me. And then I said, you know what? I know he likes to broadcast. I found that out. We talked. Let's give it a shot and do a show. And I knew these guys at the SLG Network that wanted me so bad. I didn't want to do it. And here we go. And I've got a young man right now that's my protege, the future, a superstar, as I call him, in the making. And he'll take over for me. Not not too much longer. He'll be there. The next Kevin Burkhardt. job. And I call him the Wiz. Well, you know, he could be. Uh, I'm not saying he will be. He's a magnificent writer. You have to read his content. And he, he's also very personable, dependable, and he's made a mark already in the business with me in the press box and wherever we go. People love him. And they is the name I gave him, so he loves that. And he is a whiz because a whiz, yeah. I ask him to do one I do ask him to do one thing he goes beyond. And he's fast, he's efficient. That's what they want in this business, to go back to what I was saying. They want young blood. They don't want old guys no more. Well that's what they're doing with the and fan. He's one of those. That they're they doing the same hire. thing with the fan. Yeah, and look, they hired Beningo back it all now. Over in this business. Yeah, it's well, it's a different business. I, I went that to college. To is... Oh, what the Beningo thing? <laughs> they, I listen. They, they. No, I. Uh, yeah, I listen. We 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 had him on a couple weeks you ago. Don't, you don't. You know, well, the only thing is, the thing is, you don't. You don't bring, but which to me, you know, you could retire. Francesca did it twice and came back. But to me, when you're retired, you're retired. You just know up. I mean, you don't see Steve Summers coming back, and I love them. Um, you don't come back like that, even though it's not going to be full time. He's still going to be. He's still don't retire. Just say I'm taking a a break, and they need me. I'll be on call. I'll come back pitch in. Uh, but I've never been a Beningo fan anyway. So okay, I, you know, <laughs> so I have an opinion about that. That's history in him as well. Yeah, yeah but that. Uh, so, but uh, so real quick, how far how far do you see the, the Mets going? They go as far as uh, Degrom and Scherzer take them, or what do you see? Uh, exactly, that's a part of it. I think the biggest test will be if they get that far and play the Dodgers, and uh, towards the end of this month at City Field, we're going to get an idea. If this holds, it should be the two best teams in baseball going head-to-head at City Field could meet in October for the uh, NL pennant and the NLCS. So um, I think, as I said earlier, guys, if you have a healthy DeGron and Scherzer in the postseason back-to-back in a short series, you could take it all. Uh, They'd be unstoppable. I mean, you add Carrasco in the mix if he gets the starts. And uh, even uh, Bassett, who's been pitching great, they've got a great uh, a pitching staff is at a 1.61 ERA wow. in this six-game winning streak that they have right now. And I think it's even lower than they that. They also played the in Reds. The 15 out of 17 they've won. Well, the Yankees played the Reds as well, and they lost two out of three. Fair. Okay. Fair so the so, so you know when you look at that, I mean everybody I, that's been brought up to me too, and I give them an answer. The Mets right now are on a tarred pace. They will win, I believe, 105 games at this pace. So just shy of the 86. And they will go. And and, and if the one gets hurt, God willing, because you know the history with this team, they will go deep into October and end up with the Dodgers and or even the Padres. But watch the Phillies this weekend. 
See if the Mets will handle them in three games and again down in Philly for another three, four next week. They got I'm a doubleheader on Saturday. I'm not a believer in the Phillies. I think they're Let's frauds. see what happens, you know. I think the well, Phillies no, have been playing good. They've, they've been, been playing. They have. But I don't think that. Listen, they might back. They, they might sneak in. They've been proved. You know, Zach Wheeler's pitching the best ball of the season right now. Uh, Noah is pitching really well. And then they've got Noah Syndergaard, who could give him five, six good innings. I mean, Noah's still Noah. He's not throwing as hard, but he's still Noah Syndergaard, and he's giving them five, six innings. Their bullpen's improved, and they got a better manager. So, uh, you know, I think the Phillies are going to be uh, tough to deal with, though. I don't think they'll win the division, but they're vying for a wild card. We'll see how it pans out. Mets Phillies in the next two weekends. All here right, at City and over there in Philly. You know? Well, and the Yankees and their fans. Well, you know what? Uh, as a couple of baseball observers told me the past few days, guys, Yankees are due for a big collapse. It's showing right now. I like this guy. I like this guy, Brett. All right, his name is <laughs> Rich Man Cuso. The show is Sports with Rich with Robert Rizzo, the Wiz, his protege. Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. We're on at the SLG Network on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe on my YouTube channel. I'm also at uh, Twitter at Ring786, Facebook.com, RichmanCuso, and my my content on Latinosport.com and NewYorkSportsDay.com, just a few places. I'm a whore in the business. I'm everywhere. Okay? (laughs) Just look out for me. I'm still here. We're going to have you on again. You guys keep it up. I'll be watching you, and I will keep up anytime you need me. And we'll have you on my show down the line. I'll have the Wiz contact you. Awesome. For me. Thank All you, right? Rich. Thanks for giving us a couple See minutes here. See you at the here. ballpark, fellas. Thank anytime. you. Anytime. Keep it in the ring. We'll talk boxing, too, whenever <laughs> you're ready. <All laughs> Thank right? you. Thank you. How about that? We want to thank Rich Mancuso for coming on giving us a couple of minutes. Got some real good stuff there, real good insider information from a guy who is in the locker room, on the field every day with the team. So that's uh, we want to thank him for coming on. Uh, we're just about out of time here. I want to remind everyone, of course, always go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, also, I wanted to let everybody know that to go to our website and lockedupsports.net, lockedupsports.net, and leave your email address when prompted to. It's gonna uh, We're going to start adding extra content each week and the people on the email list are the ones that are going to get it. So if you want to hear us a little bit more, you know, sometimes it'll be just me by myself. Sometimes it'll be me and Brett, maybe an extra interview, but you'll get some extra content each week. So go to a lockedupsports.net and leave us your email address. We want to thank everybody for listening. We will talk to you next week. See ya.